right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis. Multiple entities, I couldn't see them physically. Frightening, terrifying. This is a mind-boggling discovery that we're talking about. This key, this original Timotheus discovery, this was the thing that blew them away. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Thanks for joining us. Our guest today has spent the last 25 years researching a hidden code in Genesis that he believes reveals Jesus' crucifixion and deity, listen to this, in the original Hebrew text. It's a fascinating show that you don't want to miss. Here's some background on our guest today. Timothy P. Smith is an appraiser of antiques and artifacts. Upon learning about his Jewish ancestry, Timothy researched and discovered an encryption code in the ancient Hebrew scriptures. His breakthrough has ignited excitement among biblical scholars. Timothy and his wife Dana have six sons and a daughter and live in Virginia. We're so glad he's able to join us here today on Jewish Voice. Please welcome Timothy P. Smith. Timothy, welcome. Good to have you on Jewish Voice. Very good it's to be here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for taking Thank the time. You. Well, you've made an amazing discovery that we want to talk about. Uh, it started with a dream. So go back, talk about the dream, right. and then we'll learn a little about your history and how you ended up here. Okay. It actually, first, everything really began with a mystery concerning my mother's ancestry. They came to the United States in between World War I and World War II, both my grandmother and my grandfather. Um, at first, I was taught and my mother was taught, she was born here, and my family that they were Italian, and uh, like a lot of people, um, uh, that turned out not to be the case, and I discovered that in my early 20s. Um, when I was doing research at the National Archives, put the pieces together. Right after that happened, after I've discovered that they were Sephardic Jewish uh, from Italy. Not and, a surprise here. We have a lot yeah. of people on the program that right. turn out yeah. to be Jewish. Right. And so unusual things started to happen in my life. And the first thing that started happening was I started to have very powerful, um, very overwhelming dreams. Um, I don't even, it's, it's not even honest to call it a dream because that's not what happened. I was wide awake and I noticed a light uh, that I could see. The first thing I noticed was that I could see the objects in the room, which was something was wrong with that. And instantly, I was absolutely attacked by the most frightening, terrifying, it's, it, I, the only word I can come up with is terror. I was terrorized by multiple entities. I couldn't see them physically, but I knew that they hated me. And then finally, I, with all the faith and strength that I could muster, I called out in the name of Jesus Christ. And as soon as I could get the words out of my mouth, in the name of Jesus Christ, please deliver me. I you to go instantly, in the name of a conduit of light came into the cabin, into the room, and into that light came a personage dressed in a very simple white garment robe wow. and communicated to me that it was Moses. He was a man, I would say, he looked to me to be 70-something, and he, 
telepathically he communicated to me that he was Moses. He could, didn't speak to me verbally, but it was crystal clear. Now, I want to leave more of the details for, for people to read in the yeah, book. Yeah, I don't want to spoil you, it all. You came out of it with a, with a very strong sense of mission that you had to investigate yeah, something. It, it absolutely changed my life. And I knew that what I needed to do had something to do with Moses, had something to do with the Torah. And so when we, we came back, I started to absolutely pour into research concerning, concerning everything about Moses, everything about the Torah, everything about Hebrew, the Hebrew language. I was, you know, I started to learn Hebrew at the time and biblical Hebrew. And at that time, my, I had six sons by this point, wow. and finally a daughter. And um, I, I noticed a funny kind of coincidence right at, the, right at the time when I was calling up my father and I was saying, you know, Dad, we finally had a girl. We've got, now I've got six sons and a daughter. And it hit both of us. My father has six sons and a daughter. And it seems like funny not to realize it, but at that time I went, oh, and we were joking about that. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Where in the scriptures does it talk about someone having six sons and a daughter? At the very beginning of the house of Israel, uh, Jacob's, Jacob's first wife, Leah, is uh, uh, so delighted because finally she has six sons and a daughter. And so it hit me. That's where I have to go. If there's anything that's going to be there, it's going to be there for me. You found it in Genesis 30, six sons and a daughter. Right. And so... What else you discover? Well... By that time, I had been learning all about uh, so many things having to do with, from Torah scholars all the way back to the early Middle Ages, had always been talking about that the Torah was compacted and encrypted with unlimited amount of information. So here is some of the text. Take us through this, right. because some of the letters are in red. Right. And I recognize the, right. the letters. The, I see the Yud. I see, I, so right. take us through what we're looking at now. This, okay. is, this is part of Genesis 30, right? Right, Genesis 30, 20 through 23. And I knew that if God was wanting to speak to me directly, he would use my name. And, and I was named after uh, St. Timotheus. Um, my, my name's Timothy Paul, so uh, uh, Timotheus was a disciple of Paul. And there's a tradition, again also, a very uh, traditional, that when God is speaking to someone, he calls them by name. Mm -hmm. So you can't like pretend like he's not talking to you, <laughs> you know, and, uh, or, to, or to avoid the, 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 the calling. And so, you know, Moses, Moses, Abraham, Abraham. So I knew if, if he was going to speak to me directly, I believed it would be right here. And I believe that he would call me by name. Again, I want to emphasize mm -hmm. this is the text that's parallel in your life with six children and a daughter. Right. And it has this synchronistic connection with my own family uh, biographical details. And so here you have Timotheus encrypted in a standard cryptological method at an equidistance of every 16th letter spells out completely starting with a tet. So you have tov, which is good, which is good. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you skip 16, you skip 15 and on the 16th, you, you have the yud. You got the yud, the mem, and you skip another and you just come Rish. down. Yep, right on down, and it's Timotheus. And now this is the spelling of Timotheus that is in the Encyclopedia Judaica when they are referring to Saint Timothy. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. What's to keep me if I if I go through and find Yonat? I can f probably find Yonatan, my my name, by picking out different letters. But there's what makes this unique? Well, it's at a perfect equidistant skip of 16. 
In other words, it's, it's impossible. It's statistically absolutely impossible. This is the equivalent of picking a nine number lottery ticket and the only uh, numbers you get to pick are your nine-digit social security so, number. So statistically, this is quintillion, impossible. Quintillion. Wow. Bigger than no. our national debt. Right. right. <laughs> it's absolutely wow. impossible. Okay. So the method of cryptology is when there's an equidistant code at an equidistance of, let's say, 16, you realign the text. And when you do that, it makes Timotheus appear in a single vertical column. This is a standard technique of decryption in codes. In military codes, they've been doing this for thousands of years, really, in military communications and in multiple ancient and languages. And I've seen this in other books I've read on in biblical right. encoding, the, the Bible code, right, in fact, right. which was written many years ago. Right. But this is different. Um, it's different in the sense in that this is the only code like this that can be absolutely proven to be intentional communication. So statistically, this is, this is very relevant. Right. It's, it's absolutely intentional. There's no question. Yeah. No one has questioned that this is intentional communication. So, Timothy, we, we, it's clear God is calling you by name. And, and, and not the only name we found, by the way. There's, there's another name we'll talk about, but we have to take a break. More when we come back with Timothy Smith on the Chamberlain Key. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us. This was the thing that blew them away to where they knew this was absolutely intentional. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. We share the gospel at festivals around the world, and we also provide life-saving medical help to Jewish people living in dire poverty. Modern DNA testing has confirmed that these people are descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. Many of these Jewish people we reach have maintained their Old Testament traditions and rituals for thousands of years. They need to hear the gospel and receive medical care. Time is literally running out for these sons and daughters of Abraham. Infants, toddlers, and the elderly are the most likely to die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. Medical care that most of us take for granted is desperately needed now, and the need is enormous. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. They open the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. That's why your financial support is crucial. For your donation of $40, we'll sew the Chamberlain Key by Timothy P. Smith into your life. This riveting book reveals a prophetic code hidden in the book of Genesis, uncovered recently by modern computers. This code is astonishing Bible scholars everywhere, and it will astonish you. What the code reveals will help you understand the Bible as never before. If you want to understand the mysteries hidden in Scripture, this book is for you. Order now and we'll sew a special gift into your life. This beautiful keychain with the ironic blessing found in the Bible in number six. It's a powerful daily reminder that the Lord causes His face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. Isn't that a promise worth thinking about each day? We'll send you both of these great resources for your donation of $40. And if you really want to bless Jewish tribes like these, please consider becoming a new monthly partner or increase your monthly partnership. 
As our thank you, we'll send you this book, keychain, and this beautiful Lion of Judah wall tapestry. This finely woven tapestry features a regal lion, a star of David, and a quote from Revelation 5.5. Honor the Lord by hanging it in your home or office. Don't wait. Call the number on your screen now. Please specify offer 1886 when giving $40 to receive this book and keychain. Or to receive all of these gifts, call now to ask about a new or increased monthly partnership. You can also donate $99 to receive all of these gifts. Specify offer 1887. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Call, click, or write today. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Timothy P. Smith. He, this is a mind-boggling discovery that we're talking about uh, that he made from the Hebrew Scriptures, and he's written a book about it. It's a brand new book. It's called The Chamberlain Key, Unlocking the God Code to Reveal Divine Messages Hidden in the Bible. And you know, Timothy, the scholars, the Jewish scholars uh, of old, knew that there were hidden messages in the Bible. Yes. That, that's been very clear. Right, absolutely. But making the discovery and actually finding your name, being called by name is fascinating to me. Right. Your name in Genesis 30, it was a word for you, but it went well, way beyond you, yes. is what you're saying, it right? It wasn't, because every, okay. it's, it's a very ancient name. In fact, the, the very first usage of it goes way back, eight or 900 BC. And scholars have actually written papers on this name Timotheus. It has a very interesting significance. Right up in Greek, it means honored of God or God's honor, just the combination of the two Greek words. What is it indeed? What was it really signifying? And I was already familiar with another ancient technique of communicating information, of compacting information. It's called a chiasmus or inverted parallel. It's sometimes called mirror writing. All Hebrew letters have a hieroglyphic significance or a symbolic meaning. Right. They have a numeric equivalent and they also have a phonetic sound. And so it's perfect for that because of that. Not all languages and even ancient alphabets are like that. And Hebrew uh, is, is probably the most ancient. So you match up the first letter and the last letter. The meaning of, of the first letter in, in the series is coil, to twist, to snake. You match that with the last. And um, Samak is a staff or support. What do you get? You get a serpent on, wow. on a staff. The serpent lifted up in the wilderness. Right. Everyone recognizes that. In, you match the second letter with the second of the laugh, the Yad and the Vav. And you get a hand or the work and you get a spike or nail. So you get a nail wow. in the hand. And then if you match uh, the third from the third to the last, you get... Uh, the concept of, of mem is like the deep chaos, mm -hmm. disorganization, and then aleph, of course, the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet is God, strength, order, and so you get this notion of bringing order and strength into the chaos, uh, which we know, uh, uh, you know, is the, the result of the redemption and, and the sacrifice of Christ. Wow. And then you get the double. The amazing thing about this, and this was so elegant when I first 
demonstrated this to linguists and biblical scholars. This was the thing that blew them away to where they knew this was absolutely intentional. There was no way you could throw a statistically impossible phenomenon and then it be this and think, oh no, this is just accident. This is just a coincidence. And then here we get the next pairing. We get it doubled. We get a vav and a yod again with, an, again, a nail and a hand. So we have, we have two nails and two hands. In so we hands, have the redemption of the crucifixion. You have the, Timotheus actually always was a chiasmus representing the crucified Messiah bringing order into chaos and the serpent lifted up in the wilderness for all of us to look wow. at. Now it why was do you think in Genesis this. 30? Why do you think Genesis 30 or do you think this well, is this found is the, throughout scripture? No, this is it only it, this phenomenon only appears in one place. In other words, it, it only appears it's so impossible, it doesn't appear at any other equidistant skip. It's only right there. It's at the very beginning of the house of Israel. It's ah. taking us back to the very beginning. In other words, and it's reminding the house of Israel. Obviously, it seems to be reminding the house of Israel what they should look to that for redemption. That is powerful. Wow. Wow. So Timothy, why do you think God would hide this, would encrypt this mm -hmm. for the Jewish people right. in their own scriptures? That's why if you would... assume it's hidden. I mean, we have, we're encoded the same way. If you think about the way God creates things, the way he created all life, um, it's in our DNA. And is it hidden? Or it just took us a while before we could actually look at it. Maybe this isn't really hidden, but then why are we only being made aware of it in these last days? That's a very good question, and we, we, we definitely find that out. Again, well, this was clear. just the Dan beginning. Daniel says knowledge will, will be revealed. Exactly. In other words, and also these things, there's nothing that I have uncovered in the scriptures which is not thematically connected with the overtext. Now, if this is the, pl the, the, the formation of Israel has the message of the one to look to. Right. Here's the interesting thing, Rabbi. This does not just appear. It's in, it's in the Leningrad Codex. It is most, was most assuredly in the Aleppo Codex, the two oldest, but it is also in every Torah, in every Torah arc throughout the world. Eugene Ulrich and other Torah, Torah scholars and Hebrew biblical scholars, they were amazed too because they had already identified that section of text as being absolutely the most pristine from the original because really? there is no variation. They've never found a variation in the Dead Sea Scrolls. They have never found a variation. Um, as he put it, the consonant text remains untouched, right. in unchanged. This, in, in, coincidentally, in that particular section, there is no variation. It is everywhere. It's a witness no matter which version you believe is the now, most Timothy, correct. Now, why, Timothy, why you? Why do you think God chose you to, to, to oh, find boy. this? I, um, you know, that part's a, a mystery to me. And then again, it was... It, it, these things were synchronized with a great deal of my own family's biographical information. So I was able to recognize it. It would, appear, it would appear miraculous to me. So I would start looking into it. And so I would be willing to lay it on the table for all of you to look at. And um, that's the only reason I And again, I the, the, your very name, your given name, Timotheus, right, yeah. means something much bigger. This right. is so compelling. It's so deep. We have to take a break. We'll have more with Timothy P. Smith right after this. As I ponder everything you shared, which is, is so amazing and really is, there are 
treasures in there. There's so much more there than meets the eye on the surface. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. We share the gospel at festivals around the world, and we also provide life-saving medical help to Jewish people living in dire poverty. Modern DNA testing has confirmed that these people are descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. Many of these Jewish people we'd reach have maintained their Old Testament traditions and rituals for thousands of years. They need to hear the gospel and receive medical care. Time is literally running out for these sons and daughters of Abraham. Infants, toddlers, and the elderly are the most likely to die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. Medical care that most of us take for granted is desperately needed now. And the need is enormous. But our medical teams provide more than just physical care and comfort. They open the door for us to share God's love and the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. That's why your financial support is crucial. For your donation of $40, we'll sew The Chamberlain Key by Timothy P. Smith into your life. This riveting book reveals a prophetic code hidden in the book of Genesis, uncovered recently by modern computers. This code is astonishing Bible scholars everywhere, and it will astonish you. What the code reveals will help you understand the Bible as never before. If you want to understand the mysteries hidden in Scripture, this book is for you. Order now and we'll sew a special gift into your life. This beautiful keychain with the ironic blessing found in the Bible in number six. It's a powerful daily reminder that the Lord causes His face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. Isn't that a promise worth thinking about each day? We'll send you both of these great resources for your donation of $40. And if you really want to bless Jewish tribes like these, please consider becoming a new monthly partner or increase your monthly partnership. As our thank you, we'll send you this book, Keychain, and this beautiful Lion of Judah wall tapestry. This finely woven tapestry features a regal lion, a star of David, and a quote from Revelation 5.5, honor the Lord by hanging it in your home or office. Don't wait. Call the number on your screen now. Please specify offer 1886 when giving $40 to receive this book and keychain. Or to receive all of these gifts, call now to ask about a new or increased monthly partnership. You can also donate $99 to receive all of these gifts. Specify offer 1887. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Call, click, or write today. We've been talking with Timothy P. Smith. He's the author of The Chamberlain Key, which is a really mind-boggling discovery in the Hebrew Scriptures. Not only are there hidden meanings right. in the text, there are also warnings. Timothy, what mm. warnings have you found? The book of Esther, for example, is, right. is a great book right. that warns the Jewish people of an attempt to assassinate them. Right. And we were very curious at looking at the book of Esther because it's always been considered a, an allegory for the persecution of God's people. And 
Uh, people, uh, other uh, scholars and everything have found reflections in the Holocaust with the Book of Book of Esther, very specific things uh, regarding the ten sons of Haman. There's all kinds of really interesting synchron uh, synchronized information with the Book of Esther and things having to do with the persecution as the Book of Esther says. And so we uh, started analyzing with this very powerful software, we started analyzing things in the Book of Esther, wondering if is all of this coming out now because there's a warning that we, you know, that that um, that we should be looking at something that we should know as a as a kind of a warning, and so um, we found uh, regarding a a Nazi the, the 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 phrase again at statistical impossible odds a mirror Nazi organization is what is what it said, and it was synchronized with um, other information in the text having to do with, strangely enough, uh, the word, in Hebrew it means rapture, um, and uh, shalub is the word. Every single place in the entire text that mentions anything happening on the third day, anything on the third day, every time that phrase is used. Three days of fasting, for example. Anytime, anytime the, the, the Hebrew text says on the third day, no matter what's happening, it, that the word um, that is translated to rapture, ecstasy, that word, shalub, that is used uh, to mean um, the rapture, is inlaid into that at an equidistant skip of just two, right inside that phrase. So every time wow. you are reading the word, the, the phrase, on the third day, anywhere in the scriptures, right in there is that, is that very powerful word. Wow. Timothy, these are amazing discoveries. What do you hope people will get out of the Chamberlain Key? Well, right off the bat, for most people, I hope they have a renewed interest and, and fascination and even an, an intrigue into the original biblical text of the scriptures, that they would understand that there are treasures in there, as the Torah sages throughout the centuries have said, there's so much more there that meets the eye on the surface. And I'm also hoping that people will, it's not too hard to learn to start learning, uh, you know, to read biblical Hebrew, um, and that a whole interest and in to start focusing on these things. Again, it's the tip of the iceberg, and, um, and for, for them to be familiarized with the basic context of this kind of a phenomenon and to be able to explore it somewhat for themselves. As I ponder everything you shared, which is, is so amazing and really is, mm -hmm. as you said, the tip of the iceberg, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the supernatural nature of all this. Mm -hmm. First of all, the way God called you, right. the way that he gave you dreams and then ultimately ending up at Genesis 30 and that right. incredible message. This is supernatural. I believe that God is the author of the universe he is the author of a supernatural book called the Holy Bible, and it proclaims that he cares about you, that he loves you, that he has a plan for your life, not just a plan for the universe, not just a plan through the, for the ages. He has a plan for you and for your family, and it's through Yeshua, Jesus, the living Son of God. Our program is dedicated to help you understand those truths, to help you understand what's ahead and that God loves and cares about you. If you have a prayer need, just know that we're here for you. You can log on to our website, jvmi.tv, and just know that God loves you 
and so do we. Psalm 122.6 says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So this week, pray for Israel and the Jewish people. Pray for Jerusalem and receive prosperity from the living God. Well, as I end the program, I wanted to uh, give you a look at what's ahead next week. And until that time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. The Book of Mysteries is hundreds of mysteries, um, hundreds of them. Um, many of them never before, as far as I know, never before it's spoken of. Mysteries of the end times, mysteries of heaven, mysteries of, of God's name, mysteries of the Hebrew language, mysteries of the holy days, you know, mysteries and keys that can really change your life as well.